0: Welcome to Bloody Good Horror.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name's Eric, and I'll be your host for this evening, where we will be reviewing... Joe?
2: Mortal Um, Kombat.
1: (laughs) Yes, just just like the song that was. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah, we're here to talk about Mortal Kombat, the movie, not 1990... in the coffin. Not 1995, not 1999, 2021, Mortal Kombat, the movie. Out in theaters and on HBO Max right now. Before we do that, let's introduce the crew. First up, from he's actually from Pennsylvania originally, which is the thing we don't bring up all the time here on the show. Oh. He's oh. got the Phillies hat on tonight. There's a reason why we don't. But please welcome I just threw up in my mouth.
3: John Schnars like to the off. show. Sorry, I should have said mean things.
4: Hi, Eric. Hey, John. Hello. Repping Philadelphia today. Yep, as you do.
1: You look like a guy who, for fun, on the golf course on the weekend, runs the golf carts and picks up the balls.
2: <laughs> just as, like, a hobby. I mean, like,
4: hobby <laughs> sounds pretty good if I could get out of this house and, like, away from my children for John, you know, a couple John of was
2: just at the park calling Child Protective Services on parents who put masks on their kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Next up on the show, from Hotland, Georgia, please welcome Cece to the show. Hello Next, from Indiana, please welcome Casey. Hello. And finally tonight, from Chicago, Illinois, the land of meat, please welcome Joe to the show.
2: It's-a me, a (laughs) (laughs) sub-zero. That's the one, right?
1: That famous line from (laughs) sub-zero. Mighty blow. I, watched, I also watched the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie for the me first too. time this week ever. Oh, Whoa.
3: that's right. Not for the first Which time. Which is crazy because I
1: was like, I mean, we can talk, get about, get into it, but I was like a huge Mortal Kombat fan for some reason just never had watched it. I think it bugged me that it wasn't rated R. Like Mortal Kombat was
4: about like
2: exploding torsos and
4: stuff to me it it, it was a it was a fatal flaw right yeah i don't know
2: when you dropped that bomb over the weekend eric i was blown away that you had never actually seen it. i was pretty shocked
4: yeah and then i felt like i didn't know you anymore while i I was
1: watching it while i was watching it i was like trying to figure out why because it wasn't just that i was unaware like i actively would not watch it and i think it was a combination of not rated r and that was in probably like the worst era of CG ever. Like the reptile CG in that movie is embarrassing. Oh. Like it's so freaking I awful. Mean,
2: it was early CGs. I mean, you oh, can't really. Yeah,
1: yeah but it was it.
4: bad though. No, it was I mean, it was like when they had confidence around it. So they were like, oh, we're gonna do well, some CG. You know but what it was? was like it was like, where the, I, the big divide
1: was money because Jurassic Park came out like five years before this movie and looked yeah, incredible. Well, sure.
3: But also I would, I mean, yeah. I still love the original Mortal Kombat so yeah. much. But I tried to watch Annihilation like two minutes after. It's crazy. It was so bad, and the I mean the like CG in that yes. looks like someone did it on their like.
1: So I watched five minutes it, of Annihilation well. and and back to back, which is even crazier because like yeah,
3: it's supposed they, to be like a, a few days later. No, no,
1: it's it picks <laughs> up at the same moment that the first movie ends, like literally, because right they're celebrating at the temple after the first movie, oh, and yeah. the sky opens up, and Shao Kahn's head is like. <laughs> ah, and then that's where the second movie picks up. But already they've recast actors. They already recast Johnny Cage and um, and uh 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 Sonya Blade. Sorry, so that's like, already jarring. You can immediately tell the quality difference. It, it turned the second one is like a bad Power Rangers episode. Basically, it's crazy. And somebody on Slack was saying that they had read that. It was so everybody had so given up on it that at some point producers just told the VFX artists to just give up and we'll, like whatever state it's in right now that <laughs> is done like print and ship and that's like what ended I, up in the movie. It,
3: it does kind of seem like it's the preliminary aspect of like all yes. of the like digital stuff. Like this is what it should look like. You know, this is the
4: like the we did Alpine this as an example. Skeletal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The mocks—they like mocked it up. Yeah, like, right. hey, we're gonna finish these at some point. It's, it's crazy, like, no, dude.
1: And then there was all—I know I've never seen it. I wanted to watch it, but there was a live-action TV series, like a syndicated weekly. Like we shot this for twenty dollars TV series. it's like one of those underground internet things now.
4: <clears throat> Who did it? Was it like it was on? Like, I don't. It was on regular cable. I'll, I'll Google it yeah, later when Mark I'm not Google. paying attention. Yeah.
2: Did you know Brigitte Wilson, Sonia Blade from the 95 version, is married to Pete Sampras? Uh,
4: yeah, I think the I knew. Person, she's the person, um, the guy
1: that John is cosplaying as ones. right now. Billy yeah. Madison, yeah. The guy a, that John is cosplaying as right now definitely knew that because he's, like <laughs> he's like an expert on Pete <laughs> Sampras facts. <laughs> and Billy Madison, you know, in general. Wow.
2: So. I could talk about that movie. I'd rather not talk about this one, but <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Joe, before we do that, um, normally every week here in the show, you recommend a beer, but we decided offline this week it is National Mental Health Awareness Week, so we decided to do something a little different. But for shits and giggles, we'll, we'll play the bumper anyway, just because mm. it feels good. So uh, stand by. Beer guts. All right, Joe, why don't you tell the people what we're doing here for Mental Health Awareness yep. Month? Uh,
2: yeah, so month. Uh, May is National <laughs> Mental Health Awareness Month. I shouldn't chuckle while saying that. It sounds awful. No. Um, and w- w- it kind of came up on last week's show, and it's even something I was thinking about, mostly on my morning runs, um, about this month rather than doing a beer every week. Um highlighting either a charity or a resource or, you know, because this past year obviously has been pretty difficult on everyone, uh, myself included. Um, I, last two or three months, recently uh, found myself a soulmate life partner therapist um, who we've been (laughs) talking weekly. um, And I thought, you know, it it would be good, uh, you know, to kick off the month to maybe highlight um, and I gotta thank Natalie uh, from our Slack group for for helping me out with this. But I think a lot of people are intimidated by therapy. Um, you know, Leslie, my wife had had kind of thought it would be good for me for a while, and I had kind of resisted it. But now that i've I've started doing it, it's it's been great. Um, and I think the most difficult thing is obviously picking someone, right? Like I struggled for a while, like who who could I possibly talk to? So, uh, Natalie helped me out, and I thought it'd be good to highlight a couple resources uh, where you can actually go on and find your right person. Um, the The biggest one being um, Psychology Today. And she she wanted to make sure that I point out if you Google Psychology Today, you're going to get a magazine. Um, so if you, you Google Psychology Today uh, therapist finder, that'll take you to this. It's an amazing resource, and you can put in your location. You can kind of narrow it down by if you want. You know, to talk to a male or female doctor, it, you know, you can pretty filter out. It's like an Cupid site, uh, but for for therapy. And it, uh, I'm sorry
3: to interrupt, but it probably also like lets you, it lets you probably select like the things that you're looking to talk to.
2: Exactly. Right?
1: Yeah. Well, they have different specialties. Yeah. It's wild um, to I, me the idea that you would so. I mean, that makes sense with CC saying because for me it was like, um, who takes my insurance and is also taking patients? Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's a good point. So this is, is one of the the biggest resources on the net, as the kids call it. But my insurance company actually had a really good, um, like, similar tool that that helped me find my person. Jim is his name. Um, so you know, you can definitely look into that. There's another great one. She sent me um, InclusiveTherapist.com, uh, which su- specifically targets um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for before I, I stumble over everything. Um, if you're looking for a therapist specifically, if you're struggling with, um, LGBTQ plus, uh, you know, if you're looking for someone, because I think a lot of people struggle with, is this person going to judge me based on my background or, you know, what, what I'm coming to them with that I'm struggling with. Um, so this one specifically, you know, you can look for couples counseling, uh, culturally representative um, therapist spans the gamut. I'm butchering it, but just go online and and take a look at inclusivetherapist.com dot uh, com, and um, you know they can help you out. And uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how to wrap this up. But. Oh,
3: well, I, Let's I, well I have something I just want to say. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever, Feel free. whenever um, I recommend like well, not recommend because I'm not a doctor, but when I share that like share my experience of going to therapy, I always want to note that like it might take you a while to find the therapist that you like right. and that's okay. Like don't, I mean, if you find it on the first try, like that's awesome. Like hands down amazing. But sometimes like you maybe get into a few sessions and you're like, this person's just not like, like you're not feeling it. And it, I don't think there's a lot of conversation about it, t- it. It's frustrating, but sometimes it takes more work to find a therapist. But once you find that person, it's really easy and it becomes a lot, you know, a lot more productive and helpful and, yeah. and you, you get that feeling back. So don't feel discouraged if it takes a while to, you know, get there.
1: Totally. Yeah. I'm, I, I love this idea. I've had a very transformational experience with it in the last year, so I'm, i wholeheartedly for it it's a rare idea too where like joe and i were just like in agreement on it like it came up on the show last week i had been thinking about it i messaged joe and was like hey what do you think about this and he's like i've been thinking about it too and i was like "Do we do we agree on this so
2: <laughs> i mean i think for me the big Ripple thing was the and i even talked continuum. to my therapist the first time i i met with him was i didn't know what he was going to say to stop making me quote unquote crazy right like i you know and we've talked a lot about this and you know, so I had always kind of resisted therapy for that reason alone. Like, you know, what? what's he going to do to talk me out of what's swirling around I my had a head, huge and...
1: misconception about what therapy actually exactly, is. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. It, it's more um, about, and so I've learned for me, it's more about in some ways what you bring to it than what they are. Like, they're mostly there to guide you as you're like trying to discover things kind of
4: in my it's experience. Sure. I was just going to interject to say Joe's crazy is what makes him beautiful. So <laughs> that's, you know, that's what I'm here for.
2: <laughs> I mean... You know, the moment he he quote-unquote cures me, John, I'm done with the show. <laughs> <There's> not... <laughs>
4: that's good. We were going to ask you to stop, actually. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if, yeah. uh, like, a few months if, from now, convenient. I'm like, you know, John, that's a really great point. Right. I appreciate your stance. <laughs> right. The <laughs> like, moment just...
1: Joe starts responding to things seriously, we're in trouble. Yeah. I'm out. Shut anyway, you, thank you for that, Joe. Thanks to Natalie for... Um, Providing Joe with a little um help on that one. So
2: Yeah, and I, I butchered obviously the explanation of both of these, but we'll post up links on all our socials and all that fun. Yeah, and we're gonna be talking
1: about more stuff for the next month. So stay tuned for fun therapy talk. All right, guys. I'm just gonna be drinking
4: for the record, you know, but
1: <laughs> it is time. Oh, fun fact, today I learned uh that you could chart the fall in liquor sales in Massachusetts by right after Trump won uh, lost this election. Liquor sales started going down, and then once vaccines started getting administered, they started like plummeting. So like
4: alcohol consumption, people are like, cause they can actually get out of the house and do stuff now, John.
1: Yeah. And I get my
4: second vaccine on Saturday. So then I'm gonna drink outside more.
2: <laughs> are you Moderna or are you Pfizer, John? And Pfizer. Yeah. Lucky fuck. <laughs>
1: All right, guys, it's time. Let's take a quick break and discuss Mortal Kombat. Your TV the front Main feature. I read a whole thing about that song recently, John. About apparently, it was just like a finished song that never got released, that was nothing, and they just took it and they're like, What if we just put like Mortal Kombat words over this?
4: <laughs> well, the rest is I history. Mean- it, it, when did that song, like what's it called, Sandstorm? What, you know, it's sort of. I that, like, that's say it was around the, name the first. Of the
1: song? I want to say it was around the first movie. So it's worth noting because we do have some younger listeners. Like if you weren't around for what we now call like monoculture, where there was just radio and TV, and like things were not fractionated, fractioned like they are now, like. You could not escape that song. People wanted oh, yeah. to put their heads through windows when that song came on because <laughs> it was so omnipresent and I, and, I, and after a while, like so obnoxious and annoying.
4: I mean, it still is, but when it comes mm. on, you're kind of like- Now mm-hmm. I get pretty hype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
3: mean, put the Mortal Kombat words over it and it's definitely a
4: hype song. Sub-zero.
1: <laughs> yeah. There you go. John Schnars, how much Mortal Kombat there. did you play as a,
4: as a child? So I was Mortal Kombat 1. So I was a Super Nintendo kid. So we had the bloodless version. But then one of the neighbors had the Genesis. Mm-hmm. So we basically fully abandoned the Super Nintendo version. almost <laughs> <Yeah. immediately>. Um <laughs> Here's the rub, though. a lot.
1: Well, the Genesis ahead. ports weren't as good because the Genesis had a worse sound chip and could not, this is like some nerd shit, but it didn't have the same color palette. So like it was technically like a visual, like a, Performance-wise and visual and sound like a shittier port, but yeah, you got like it, the head ripping yeah. and stuff, which is kind of
4: the way I. And this is like I did not know any of the the stuff you just said. It always seemed darker to me, like the color was like it, more yeah. muted on the Genesis. Yeah, it was, um, but it had the blood. That's so
1: true. like, what are you going to do? They, and I then in the Super Nintendo, that. the original. Okay, so MK two had blood, although I think you yeah. could turn it off on the Super Nintendo. But the yeah yeah there was on, a on it. the in the original game. Cause I had the one on Super Nintendo. Like all the fatalities were basically the same, but some of them just like you'd reach in to pull the heart out, and the hand would come out, and there's just nothing. Like, yeah. but <laughs> the, the animation would be the same. They would just take out the guts and like the blood and stuff, which is pretty.
2: Couldn't wild. you unlo- un, like unlock them or something somehow? Or was that the Genesis? Or I am think I that was of-
1: like a like one of those urban legend things on the oh. Super Nintendo. Mm.
4: It could have been if you had the Game Genie. Actually, they might have found a way to add it back I in. I can't remember. So.
2: Maybe it's on because I had the PC version that I downloaded from my local BBS. You did? Casing. You know what that is. <laughs> oh, oh, my yeah. God. Um, and what I think that's the that only version like? I ever... What that like? Holy
1: um, shit. I would die to know what that looked like. The first yeah. Mortal Kombat on a computer.
2: It was... I mean, it was good, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't... I didn't recognize... I'm colorblind, so I wouldn't recognize <laughs> any of these like color shading <laughs> things you guys were talking about anyway.
4: That's wild, dude. Uh yeah, we played a lot of the second one though, Eric. I don't know that I ever played the third or anything beyond that. Actually, by the
1: time the third one came out, I was into it. But see, the third introduced combos, and that was that kind of shit was always a little like over my head.
4: Yeah. Oh well, and I used to hang out at the arcade when I was like, I don't know, when arcades were still a thing.
2: That's mostly where I played it too. yeah.
4: Yeah. I did more like watching of like legit people play it, yeah. you know, because it was one of those games that there would be like a line of people like challenging each other to play. Yep. So that's like another one of my associations with it. So good. Yeah. yeah. So, so good. All right, John.
0: I always sucked at the game, so I just didn't play it. <laughs>
4: that's <laughs> I mean, kind of my background.
0: I had,
3: I had the Sega and loved it. My brother and I played like all the way until the third one, I think. But then, yeah, we always played at the arcade. And it definitely had the high score for a few weeks. So I was nice. I was
5: oh, wow. <laughs> I,
1: mean, I, I would like, I was in this weird spot where like none of my friends could beat me, but so it ended up being not fun for them. They wouldn't play with me. Like, so, so I could play Mark and that was pretty much it, but I could only be Mar- like Mark, like one out of every 10 matches. And it was yeah. infuriating. <laughs> Oh, wow.
2: Wait, was CC like the real life, like early 2000s rom com of like <laughs> the female who played video games and stuff? <laughs>
1: this is like a- I mean,
3: I didn't play a whole lot of video games. I mean, we had the Sega, so I played Mortal Kombat and like Sonic. And then I played, I mean, I had a Game Boys and we traveled so much, so I really played that more. My brother got a Super Nintendo. And then an in 64, and all of those later, but I was really only.
5: Did into
1: you know Mortal that Mortal Kombat 2 came out on Game Boy? And it's awful.
3: I did not know that.
6: It, well, that doesn't surprise
1: me that it was <laughs> awful, though.
2: <laughs> I was made to believe that CCs only existed in Freddy Prince Jr. movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Easy, Joe. All right, John, please bring oh, wow. us the word of the day.
4: Uh, Eric, today's word. <laughs> is uh i'm gonna this is gonna be a tough one for me contretemps contretemps it's uh, a c-o-n-t-r-e-m-t-e-m-p-s so contretemps if you're uh american you sure that's not with a k john it's a french word (laughs) (laughs) yeah it could be um this word means uh a minor dispute or disagreement Minor? or th- Is that what?
1: what we're talking about? <laughs> minor dispute or disagreement. <laughs> um, like who controls earth?
4: Like that's a minor. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. there you go. Low stakes. It's, uh, it's a contre uh, So it uh, comes to us from the late 17th century, the French. Uh, contra meaning against and t- t- temps meaning time. Oh. So uh, against time, I don't know.
2: That's a pretty big pull for uh, someone who didn't even have a word like as we hit record, John.
4: Yeah, but uh, Eric sent it to me. Oh, really? No. That was oh. that was not the word Eric sent me. Don't oh, <laughs> what's I the
2: think. word Eric no, sent?
1: Right? The, the word I sent was better. The word I sent was, is fa- faida, F-A-I-D-A, and it stands yes. for uh, a feud, especially continuing conflict between families.
4: It's an oh. Italian word. Is yeah, the, yeah. That was my concern. Is it's not there was no English definition. Oh, there's rules now. Cool.
2: Yeah, Got I don't it, understand right. your your French word. That's yeah. better.
4: <laughs> no, this is like you. This is like an English language word. It just comes from French, and the fr, it's a French pronunciation. Is my point. You're that's
3: how it. the French
1: say les-es-coup-t'on. L'es-es-coup-t'on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Is that for Italian, as the Dunkin' yeah, yeah. Donuts commercial would call it? <laughs>
1: All right, thanks, John. Uh, sure. Do you want to tell me about Mortal Kombat?
2: Uh,
4: yeah. Um, so, Mortal Kombat. This is as we've been discussing. I guess this is, it's technically the third film, but it is a it's a reboot in, in sort of all ways and shapes. There was also um, a web
1: series or something a couple of years ago they got compiled into a thing that was like kind of yeah. there was kind or, of like a I concept
4: see, for this stuff. You're just like pulling Mortal Kombat like ephemera out of your ass at this Dude, point, I haven't like. even begun, John.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So, <laughs> this a, a Broadway version of this, I believe, <laughs> yeah. in the late 2000s. <laughs>
4: um, yeah, I mean, so there's a lot to discuss. So, this comes to us from uh the director, this guy, Simon McCoyd. I was trying to look this guy up a little bit. This is his first feature film. Um He's done like commercials like this. Like, he, he's not like a young, up and coming guy necessarily. Like, he looks older than us, so like, I would say old. Late Bloomer, John? Yeah, no, I mean, but but it's to me, the thing that was surprising is like this, I don't know, it's not a huge, huge budget, but this is like a fairly big thing to hand someone who's never truly, he has no other credits on his IMDb page. That's what I was surprised about. So, I'm gonna guess, um, who is this? What's his name? The director. Simon McCoyd.
5: Hmm.
4: Yeah. Um, so, he's not a whole lot to say about him uh so the plot here it it, i don't know i mean eric will beat me up for mis misstating how closely like what i was unclear about is like how much this follows the original mythos but the underlying story remains the same which is you have a tournament well (laughs) you have you have the idea of a tournament um between earth and they call it outworld Outworld, is that right yeah um, Outworld is run by Shang Shao,
1: Shao Kahn. And this Shang Song is like his like yeah. lackey, basically. He's the He's like, yeah. they're like, they're both They sorcery. always like, trot him out first so that later they can up it by being like actually here's gotcha. Shao huh. Kahn. Okay. Any
2: relation to Shaka, John? Shaka song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shaka-Song. they're cousins. Shaka Khan.
4: So In this, in the the world of this film, there have been nine previous tournaments that have been won by Outworld, and if they win the next tournament,
2: (laughs) I believe the word you're looking for, John, is Indiana. (laughs) Indiana,
4: In this Indiana, uh, no, they if they if the Outworld wins the next tournament, they get to take over Earth, or sort of like yeah, it's it's sort of it's like comic book villain shit.
1: I mean, that's the basic story that's that's revolved around all of them, and then as time has gone on, some of the character stories have like morphed a little bit, but the biggest things they added here is you, as you'll get to there's a main character that's made up whole cloth for the movie.
4: You just, just do it. Just go. You're on it.
1: You want to do it so bad. <laughs> but also John, um, the thing with I feel like, like, we're
2: at the meetup again, the, listening to you. Too. The
1: thing with the symbol <laughs> is made up for the movie. That's not like, a. that's kind of their device that, oh, the that they made up yeah, to explain how mark. people have like superhero powers.
0: Well, it, so there's a birthmark. Thank you.
4: Yeah. So what Eric is describing. So there is a birthmark that these, that people have, that means they are marked as champions of earth and that they are like basically, uh, required to participate in this tournament. It also means they, what did they call it? Their akhana. Akana, Akana, Akana.
3: Uh, uh, but also, if you kill one of them, you can absorb their birthmark, and therefore you get to take the place of the chosen warrior.
4: Well, I think you have to, right? Like well, that's like yeah. a yeah. I mean, if you did, because yeah, we, you know, we can come
2: to which. It, but why I would anyone know. do that? Well, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. exactly. That
4: sounds more
0: like uh, ringworm, doesn't it?
4: It <laughs> does. It sounds very much
3: like ringworm.
0: It kind <laughs> of. I
4: love that they were all over their bodies too. It was like different parts of their body had the tattoo on it. Um, but so, yeah, that's how we basically get this set of, I think it's like six Earth champions. Um, Sonya Blade, Kano, Jax. Uh, uh-huh. whoa. Right, he's, um, the guy with the hat, what's his name again, Kung Eric? Lao. Uh, Kung Lao. Hat guy? <laughs> Kung Lao. or? Kung Lao. Kung Lao and Liu Kang. He was introduced so, in the second game. Then So those are kind of like the original characters that, that we get in the film. As Eric was saying, they also then invented from sort of the, you know, for the film, this character named Cole. Cole is like a over the hill MMA fighter who like was good, but they don't really explain why he's not good anymore. Um, but he's like, got a family now. And like, he's just trying to make it like getting his ass beat for $200. This is, this is hilarious. Like,
1: <laughs> I really <laughs> like this movie. This whole thing is hilarious because this dude, you ever seen like an underground MMA fighter, John? It's so funny. Like, this guy's made out to be so clean cut for what he does, and yeah, then yeah. he goes home and it's like White Picket Fence and his like lovely like nursery school teacher wife, and it's like you ever met one of these underground MMA dudes, man? This is not uh, yeah, what yeah.
4: life is. He'd like, be drinking a lot, right? Did. Like, <laughs> um, the yeah. So Cole basically becomes the central character of the film, but he 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 like I can't remember who finds him first. Uh, well, but she. Yeah. So the the
1: film starts with. A flashback of like 400 years, where we see yeah, yeah. like OG Sub Zero and and like who we later learn turns into Scorpion, but he's like a samurai, and he gets a assass- him and his family get assassinated by Sub Zero and like their clan, which that that kind of like rivalry mythos between them has always been a part of it, but they really flush it up. They show this whole like feudal Japan opening, then we are told that Cole is basically the descendant of yeah. yeah. Uh, as sco- uh, Han- Hanzo Scorpion ha- Hanzo ha- Hanzo yeah
4: yeah and yeah and so Cole has like kept this blood a lot like the, the blood has been maintained Cole's a leg, Cole's a legacy basically like he's yes. not
1: the best fighter yet but he he's grandfathered in because he's like related just, he,
3: he has perseverance it's, it's
1: nepotism
4: basically so Lord, so Lord Raiden, Raiden in Ooh, the film No, please, Lord now. No, please continue to say Lord Raiden. Or uh, in, in, in <laughs> the games, I should say, he's called Raiden. Raiden is sort of like the um, Mr. Miyagi of of this group of Earth warriors. He's, Somebody, he's the one who's maintaining the balance between Outworld and Earth. And so he brings this group together and he's like, all right, we're going to have to get have this tournament. But the, I guess the, the, the main point of the plot that we should hit, there's no tournament. Because what Song, Sha- right, is Shang, Shang, Shang Song. Shang Tsung, Shang Tsung. I love this. What he's doing is he's, like, cheating. He's like, instead of having a tournament, I'm just going to kill all the Earth champions. Then we just, like, win by default. Which, like, it's a little weird that the rules are that flexible, but right. whatever. And there's um, no recourse. And he's basically just like, the other gods are too lazy to do anything about it. And you're like, okay. Just,
1: yes.
6: just yeah, rode that I away mean, that with a stroke sense. of a
4: pen. So he sends his sort of lackeys to Earth, to take out these earth champions. While, Raiden, while they're very both,
1: green and like training basically.
4: Yeah, he's Raiden is like training them and also protecting them with his like, electricity powers basically. <laughs> Somebody
1: so. pointed out too, I thought this was kind of cool, the guy who plays Raiden was in Ichi the Killer and also the Raid series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. That was Caitlyn I think, wasn't well, it?
3: Shang Tsung was the guy from, um, he's from Batman and it's like oh, Batman yeah. uh, The Dark Knight. And oh, yeah. he was the accountant. So all I could think about was him saying that he was good with calculations.
1: Dude, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, in general, it should be pointed out, like actual ethnically appropriate casting across the board in this movie, which is a yeah. huge thing when you look, Pretty like, impressive. Like, look back at those 90s movies. Like and even the original cool. games. I mean, really like Liu Kang was the only character in the original game who should have been. J- mm-hmm. Japanese and actually was at least Asian. I, I can't give them all the credit cause I'm not sure, but right. yeah. Um, fun fact, John scorpion and sub zero. Those, the those characters basically came from the fact they didn't have enough memory to have a full new character, but they <laughs> could just copy a character twice change and change the color. The color. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Hmm. Well, because we even their moves, I believe, were all identical. They just Except did different the special stuff. If you did yeah. Moves,
1: yeah. yeah, like all those animations were exactly the same.
2: Yeah,
1: it is right. fun. It is fun. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Joe, what do you think of this?
2: Oh, I don't think I should start, but <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> so I, I don't have a deep knowledge of the games. Um, like I said, I played the first one, um, like in, and that's pretty much it. I don't know if I ever even played the second, or if I did, it, it was like in passing. So. I don't have a lot of, like, the backstory on uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero and all that. But I loved the 1995 movie. Um, And I think, after watching this one, I I think I loved it because they don't really give you much, right? Like, you kind of meet the three main characters. They go to the tournament. They start fighting. Like, Sub-Zero's there. Scorpion's there. But there's no, like, there's nothing to them. They just come out and they start fucking shit up. And I like that. (laughs) Um, This just did not do it for me. I was very excited for it. Like, I I was really looking forward. I kind of thought this was just going to be, like, a pumped-up version of the old one. Um, But we kind of start with this backstory of, like, Sub-Zero and Scorpion. And off the bat, I'm kind of like, I don't really care what these guys have done. Like, I just want to watch them destroy shit. Um, And then from there on, it's... It's just a lot going on. Like, there's a lot of... (laughs) backstory but then it gets cut off right and i don't want to get too detailed but i kind of talked about over email like like we kind of get the sub-zero scorpion like feud but then like scorpion's burning in hell for some reason but like he's kind of built at the good guy at the beginning so like
3: he's was an he anti-hero
2: what, but like what did i guess what did he do that he's burning in hell like that's what kept because, like
3: because he killed um Club Zero's, like, clan.
2: But they were attacking, right? Like, you know. Okay,
3: well, uh, an eye for an eye. Everyone ends up in hell.
2: Gonna, <laughs> Joe, gonna, how
1: does I'm Goro not- have four arms? Well,
4: I was like, Joe's already, like, real deep into the morality of this movie. <laughs> just how did they search every I mean,
1: realm for technology to fix Jax's arms, and they gave him tiny baby arms?
3: <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> so, why, so, wait, I want to know if, if that was Jax's arcana, like... So if he hadn't had his arms ripped off, would he have just gained mechanical That's arms a
2: anyway? Question. Question. That's a question. Like, that is there's valid question. There's a lot of questions there. There's a lot. So there's a lot given to you, but it's almost like all of this doesn't go deep enough. Like maybe they could have huh. cut out a few characters and, and gone further. But that being said, the fighting is all right. Like there are a lot of goofy fights that happen, right? Like there's a certain part where it looks like they're dance fighting Um, I mean (laughs) I
1: I think the fighting quotient is pretty good like I don't think you go more than 10 minutes without seeing people punching each other which is a pretty good ratio I feel like I
2: don't know I guess Um, I was impressed that like you know what like 30 years later the the acting in this is actually worse than the the 95 one dude
1: hard as someone who just watched it hard disagree
2: no I will (laughs) All right, maybe I need to go back but (laughs) (laughs) that's a hard no they're big sheets <laughs> uh specifically uh what the heck's their name sonya and um who was the the guy with the long hair that Lu-Kang? they had the meetup Lu yeah oh,
1: i liked weird i liked like, weird, those two specifically
2: like just like awful um but i don't like it didn't do much for me all right and i was i was pretty well let down by the by the end interesting all right and there's no fucking tournament the entire thing is set up as a movie about this tournament and there's no tournament.
1: So we did read or somebody pulled that this was pitched as a prequel basically. So the idea was, well, I think John, you found this info that like it was pitched to Warner brothers as like, this is the first movie, almost like a prequel. Then the next one's a tournament. And then the next one, the third one would be the aftermath. And it did, John, I know you like to talk about box office cause you're so excited about it, but it was number one this week. Did did
4: really I mean, well for people going to the movies. Yeah. the choices a little limited, <clears throat> but uh, did okay.
1: Uh, Cece, what do you think?
3: So, <laughs> I um, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. I um, obviously was a big fan of you know the be- the video games in the beginning, so I had been looking forward to this for quite some time. Um, I mean, I watched the web series or like the like web vignettes that came out. Um, so yeah, I was really excited. Yes, um, there's there's some plot holes. There's some I don't know. I you know I I don't know that I would say it's bad acting as much as like there wasn't a whole lot for them to work with in some regards. That's so
1: I can you know, well, also like, I mean the material is cheesy.
3: I mean it's based on a video game. Like I right. get it. Like there's only so much you can do. Like I mean you're, you know it's not they're not given the capacity to world build. I mean, this isn't Avengers. Like, I get it. Like, you can only, you've got to pick somewhere and just go with it. So I thought that, you know, for Scorpion and Sub-Zero to be kind of, you know, I guess set up as, like, this main, um, you know, catalyst for at least part of, you know, where we're getting these champions from, I thought was a cool aspect, Um, especially since there's such a, like, you know mythos between them hating each other so um i really thought too like it was interesting how they adapted which like i don't know how sub-zero just had like freezing powers in the real world but i appreciated that with scorpion he um you know his whole aspect is like his tools that he's using rather or like his weapons he's using rather than just like an actual, I
1: loved lead. how they kind of explained that. Yeah. Especially considering yeah. the first movie, he goes like this Spider-Man style and like a slit opens up on his wrist and this right. thing like slithers. Yeah. It and you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: which was, <laughs> I mean, it's so poorly done. So, <laughs> um, I mean, did I really like the Cole young character? Eh, not really. I mean, I think it was kind of cheesy that his like Arcana was like fighting for his family, but I, but like he, I, get,
4: he got the metal shirt with the like
2: the things shirt. that came out of Perfect. his arm. You
4: mean the armor, John? I mean, yeah, I mean, but it like grew out of his skin. It so, like, like, wasn't I like,
2: quite shirt. clear if it was armor or just like. It seemed like, to. It, he
1: he seemed to like power up as he was Under taking. Under Armour. Yes, yeah, he was that's, taking. That's, you know, I was. mean,
3: it was a bit like the Black Panther situation of like absorbing the the like force that's hitting him and then he gets to use it like it's like it's cool i get
1: it i usually really don't like that but i thought they did a decent as decent a job as they could with like here's a new character out of yeah
3: which i mean i i'll agree with that so um i was really just more excited about like seeing which characters were going to be in it in general um i was super stoked to see melina in it especially that we get like a a little you know uh fan fodder of her like opening her mouth and seeing all of her teeth. Yeah. Um I was really disappointed in the fact that they decided to pick Natara and try to make her like this really big character. But I guess they had She was the
4: that. one with the wings.
3: Yeah she's the one with the
4: wings. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: And she's See, like I wasn't familiar
1: I wasn't familiar with her.
3: Yeah, it's she's later she's in some of the old like a uh, later on um games. But I guess I appreciated they picked her to have her like you know sawed in half by uh, (laughs) that
2: was probably the highlight of the movie like that was impressive
3: so overall i mean i was super stoked on how gory it was i really appreciated like i mean it kind of felt like um like hatchet where there's just like buckets of blood happening and i you know it was very reminiscent of the video game so was it cheesy? And you know, could it have been better? Yes, but I still really enjoyed it, and I I had a good time. All
1: right, I just looked it up. Natara first showed up in one of the PS2 games. Ah, so there you go. I didn't reckon. I thought she was just made up for the game or for the movie. Casey, what'd you think?
0: So I had an absolute blast with this movie. I thought it was pretty great. <laughs> it is comic booky as hell. Yeah, which I think really appeals to this movie. I got. I've seen the originals a couple times each they didn't do a whole lot for me i like i said i wasn't really attached to this franchise but this one really sucked me in and the comic bookiness the comic book nature the way they put this together i think the both the story and the action and stuff combines together really well to make it fun it's cheesy but you kind of expect that so it's easy to uh, ride along with it i kind of love the backstories that they fleshed out for some of these people i was always curious about scorpion and you know, uh, Sub-Zero back in the day when I'd see him, like, what the hell's up with these guys? We got that. And it was cool. And the costumes for, like, Samurai Scorpion A+. plus.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. John? Mm. Yeah, I had a pretty good time. Um, I mean, for me, where it really comes down is the fact that this was on HBO Max or whatever, you know, that it was streamable. I didn't have to go to the theater. I felt like the bar to having a good time was really low. That's fair. Um, I was
1: bummed though. I, cause this, I think this would have been fun in the theater.
4: I mean, yeah, like I, I probably still would have had a good time, but it like made it easy for me to just be like, ah, oh, cool. I'm like sitting down and just, uh, here we go. Um, the, the fact that it was a R and like a true, like hard R. I mean, to me, that's, that was the other thing. I don't know that I was aware of that until I sat down, literally like pulling it up in the app. And I was like, Ooh, Oh, rated R. Yeah. And I <laughs> Did sent you, you guys, this on Rates? your
1: phone. Jim? <laughs> no, well I had to like, I was like, I sent you guys that it, link you know? to for if you haven't seen them, but the last couple of games they've made have been like unbelievably disgustingly violent and gory. Like yeah. to, to the point of causing I, yeah, controversy I, in
4: 2021, 20, which is difficult to do. Yeah. But that, that like a couple of the fatalities that, you know, the fatalities that they do. Yeah. Some of which I would like remember, I mean, cause like, the Liu Kang one, I think, is in Mortal Kombat 2 with the fire dragon. It's not but, fire, but he he actually turns into a dragon. But, yeah, it's oh, it's, yeah. it's the cool. same, like, look. I remember, like, there was there were some callbacks that I remember. I mean, the Jax thing. I was just really happy they got the
1: Jax head squishing, because that's probably the yeah. best one in that game.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. And he has, like, a kind of ridiculous one-liner after it, like, squishes yeah. the dude's head. You know I mean? So, that stuff, like, I don't know. Like, if you're the kind of person who's like... Oh, does this movie have like a head squish in it? And and you're yes, like you're and you're in, like you're gonna really like this movie at that point.
2: John, you should check out headsquish.com. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> you guys got any head squish videos? Little different.
1: Yeah. Kind of the same. Yeah, I um I oh, man, I really love this movie. I am a huge Mortal Kombat nerd. Like I've always been into the mythos stuff and I've like in my adult years of I'll randomly like find myself collecting like mortal Kombat. So I just love the look of it. I love the aesthetic. The, um, I really think it's kind of neat here that they're, they're really going for it. Like when you look at that, that first movie is the result of a bunch of Hollywood people being like, let's make money off this thing and be like, I don't care. It's a video game. Who gives a shit? Like just write it down. Literally. I don't care. But here it's like, this almost has the arc of like a comic book movie and that's what's kind of cool about it. it. It basically plays out like a violent superhero movie. Um, like they're really trying to make a thing out of it and that's, as someone who's just loved this series for so long, that's that's cool to see. You are in some ways like, you do just have to give yourself over to the material because it is cheesy, even when they're trying to take it seriously. And there, it does result in some really funny plot holes to me. Like, you know, uh, Sub-Zero, like, why would he announce he's coming by making it snow when he literally just sneak up behind you and just stab you in the back? Mm-hmm. Like these are things yeah. that modern viewing me cannot fully overlook, but I mean, I guess
2: if you can, you would, right?
1: I mean,
3: maybe he like feeds off the terror. I mean, you could literally just freeze their blood. He, so I don't. yeah, he likes,
2: he Leslie likes had a theory that he is just a big drama queen. Yeah. He and likes and the dramatic entrance. entrance for sure.
1: Totally. <laughs> um, you know, like it's, it's really funny to hear them talking about Earth's Greatest Warriors as we see that Cole is basically like a shitty local MMA fighter down at the bingo hall. (laughs) Like, it's unclear to me how the legacy thing really factors in, but um, I think they did a lot of really smart things here. And the first one for me is, even though they were trying to, like, lean into the story stuff more than this property has in the past, there is a density of fight scenes. Like, I would challenge anyone to go and time out the longest stretch between fight scenes because they really break up... Yeah, they're not like tournament fights, but there's people punching and or fighting throughout the whole thing, and it starts with that really awesome sequence, like feudal Japan sequence, which is really cool. Which, I think it was. Go ahead.
3: I, I was just gonna say, just on that note, like I also thought it was really cool that yes, we didn't get a tournament, but we get to see like um, at the end, you know, they're all kind of like transported to different levels of like you know Almost fight, like fighting stages, like, yeah, yeah, which I thought was like what
4: a, was a nice
1: p- nod. If you're not
4: gonna get a the bridge, is that what that level was called? Uh-huh. With that Jax was on? The uh th- yeah. the pit is what that oh, was. Oh, the pit. Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, okay. Um, so I think the one of the smartest things they did was focusing having the sub-zero scorpion thing be the kind of backbone for the whole plot. Because I think they are huge fan favorites with just people who are into those games. There's there's some of the more intriguing characters. They've built that mythos out a lot throughout the games. And also like making they basically made sub-zero like the big bad in this movie. Like he's kind of a slasher villain almost, which is a really cool thread. Like in the first movie, they're all just, and it's diff, whatever, it was 95 different people made it. I, you can't really compare them, but everybody's just kind of a fighter. And it's like, okay, we're mm-hmm. fighters and we fight and somebody wins. I know Joe's like, yeah, that's what I want. That's what, what they, they did, do here yeah. though, is they set up underdogs and they set up like, they set up the Earthrealm fighters as underdogs, and that's really smart for the dramatic tension of the movie. And then not only yeah. that, but then they set up Sub Zero as a level above even the other Outworld fighters. So then you have this like big scary person kind of casting a presence over the movie. Then they take Scorpion, yeah. who in my opinion is like the coolest character, and have him be this like awesome secret weapon thing that kind of comes out at the end. Like yeah. I just think they they took it and they really deconstructed it. And they were really like, okay, let's try to make the fans happy by getting into this mythos here and also make it an accessible movie. It, I, it's impossible for me to say how accessible it is because I am such a nerd about this stuff, but I loved watching them try to make that balance. It was a shit ton of fun when I see stuff like Jack squishing people's heads or mm-hmm. like this final fight with the the iced over gym. like just the choreography in that scene was yeah. really awesome, oh, especially yeah. once... I, once scorpion comes back like that's probably the best fight stuff in the movie i think so i i just like it is flawed it is silly i think everyone's traction with this is going to be different depending on where you're coming from but i loved it man like it's, it's really cool are, to finally see them kind of do this right
4: do you know like are the video game nerd like the like hard video game nerd community is it like embracing the game or not because that's something i was really curious about is that i agree with you everything you said i totally agree like they they went to the trouble to make this like an actual narrative film <laughs> that has like an arc yeah. and like characters and stuff. But some of that comes at the expense of, you know, writing in backstory where some didn't exist. I've seen cutting both. out certain characters. I've seen, I feel like, I mean, I, would, I just have my own
1: internet silo, John. I've seen a lot of positivity with a handful of like negative comments. So I couldn't yeah. really say, I also actively avoid movie discourse, John. Like I don't, mm-hmm. Oh, that's fair. this is my movie I'm discourse curious, and like, that's kind of it.
2: Like, I know Mortal Kombat was very big when we were younger, but I am curious like how big the audience is for that yeah. game at this point. It's- because Those games
1: are still pretty big. So, like, yeah, they, what I was going to yeah. say they sell pretty well. It's slowly, so. It slowly eroded, basically. And then in 2009, Mid- so Midway was a company. They did like um, uh, NBA Jam. They were huge in the like yep. coin-op arcade days. They went out of business, and the guys who made this game originally were able to reincorporate, buy the rights, and form their own studio and then they came out with uh MK9, MKX and then I think it's MK11 KC is that right? The like last yeah. year I think those three games uh, in succession have all been bigger than the last. So like it's only mm. been they've basically been regrowing into like a pretty relevant modern game I think brand.
2: companies in Chicago. Yeah, well wondering.
1: Midway was so it wouldn't surprise me if they were also. Yeah, they're called NetherRealm Studios.
2: Yes, yeah. A complete side story, but a, a friend of Mia's. We hang out with their parents every once in a while, and then just out of the blue, the guy's like, "Yeah, I'm like one of the lead designers on the Mortal Kombat games. I have been for like thirty yeah. years."
5: Oh shit! Dude. What? Get him on the show, dude. He,
1: I mean, Joe. It might be the guy. <laughs> I
2: don't what? think so. I don't know. Is Maybe. his first name Ed. No. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, it, like I. I, again, as someone who was like pretty familiar with the at least the early games, but hadn't kind of stayed in touch, it was like the right mix for me of you know references and sort of like callbacks. And I mean, we look, we've gone this long, I'm actually shocked without even mentioning Kano, who is hilarious in some ways, yeah. it's like kind of makes the movie because you need he's him. like such a hilarious dick like yeah, he's he's yeah. an aggressive asshole and like he's
3: such a heel like you exactly you need him yeah, in those yeah.
4: early like travelogue scenes
1: or are they are really flat if you don't have somebody just cracking jokes yeah.
4: Oh, yeah yeah even when he's like fighting reptile and he rips the fucking heart out yeah. i mean like and then yeah. he does the whole bit later where he's like I had a you know, or whatever. It's just, I don't know. I really, I enjoyed him, and he's he's obviously like very brash. Like, I don't know, it might not work for everyone, but I thought it was like dialed in pretty well. Actually, no, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm really just hoping that they resurrect him
1: for the <clears throat> sequel and give him the like cyborg Terminator yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. God who, Right. Yeah, like, I, was, happened, but...
2: I mean, that was the other thing that kind of threw me off. Like, if they this entire movie is obviously set up for a sequel, and they mm-hmm. kill off. A lot of people, so there's got to be some. This sort of series life. has always
1: been fast yeah. and loose. The games would just rent, just bringing characters back through with like magic yeah. and shit. So, I, I, Look, would, I would
4: expect that flying lady, she is not coming back. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, see, so, I also think that like they tried, I feel like to some extent, to pick characters that like they could kill off that were like referenced just enough that you were like, oh, I know who that is. But then when they kill them, you're like, eh, except for, um. You know, Goro. well, I mean, I'm surprised they killed Goro. That's for sure. But that blew um, me
2: away. Like, yeah, just, like, yeah but they also hair.
1: have like, there's other things that look like him that yeah. they'll, they'll bring into yeah. the sequels. That's... I mean, like
3: Shiva could could come in or like, or, Kintaro, uh, like the fact know? they had like Cabal and, and Rico or right like, whatever. Yeah. Those two, like, those are kind of like throwaway Rico, characters. Rico, like please. I
1: remember him from MK4. But that um, was the first like 3D one, but he didn't look anything like this dude, so I was kind of confused by that dude. Yeah, yeah
2: Cabal but, was hilarious. So like w- C-
1: Cabal's Chicago accent threw me way off. I was like, Holy! Oh, is that cr- the guy? In, like, I was like, the That was on, a like, hazmat choice. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: That was so weird. Where did he come from, or why so, was he with these people? He's
1: in MK3, and his story is that he's basically like a gangster that gets murdered, and then like they re, re- they resurrect him, like. Darth Vader style in like a suit kind of thing. He like knew Kano. Like they were friendly. But I don't remember, I don't remember that accent being canon, but I haven't heard what he sounds like in the newer games. So I don't actually know.
0: Yeah. That's part of what I loved about this movie though. Like that character, it's a, in theory, it's a stupid character and his moves and effects and stuff. You think about translating that to the, the screen, and it feels stupid. It's like when they were talking about a, uh, when they first launched the X Men movies, and they couldn't put Wolverine in that bright. You yellow mean Cabal? Suit Cabal was always kind of cool.
1: Cabal was always kind of cool in the game, so I no. Think.
0: But that's why I'm saying they made him look really good, though, as oh, far sure. as the effects and everything, yeah. and the way he was moving around. And they did that with all the characters. So mm-hmm. I, the effects worth was. Work was awesome because they did make everybody unique and they each had their own power and they gave them their all their own little flourish, which was really impressive. It's
1: interesting. It's like it's a very economical movie in the sense that it's like they put money into certain things and you could tell they were trying to make it feel big and kind of blockbustery. But at the same time, it's pretty limited. Like all the outworld stuff takes place either on like that one little throne like thing yeah. or the cave uh, yeah. that they're or like on Earth, the cave they're training in and like it was that's kind it was of all whole green thing. screen, right? Like yeah, it's yeah. like Ninety percent, but it's it's just—it's interesting. Like you could tell where (laughs) what you could tell they were like they had to kind of not cut corners, but I don't know. They were just they were trying to make it feel big, while you could tell they were limited. But I thought I thought they did a pretty good job.
4: It is. I mean, it is again. I was talking about the top how this director had no like. I literally went to look up the director to be like, I wonder what else this guy's done because I totally agree. I thought it was very effectively handled. And so I think it, I think I saw it had a $50 million budget. That's like a weird budget for a movie these days because usually stuff is like. That's very in between. plus yeah. million. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or, you know, less than 10, you know, 10 and below 50 is like this weird kind of like mid budget level that you don't see that much anymore, but it was very effectively deployed in that it felt just affecty, effectsy and big enough and sort of like. I mean, you know, it was like there was tons of like gore and, and shit like that. But I'm hoping I'll also throw more money at the not next too one
1: just based on yeah. this one would be awesome.
4: Yeah. They, I mean, I, I I know I asked you all over email. Like, I am just like endlessly fascinated about how this stuff is going to work with HBO. And yeah. like, because like the next one, presumably, like theaters are back open, like pandemics right. over. Do they, do they are they going to like this? not
2: do this anymore? This is not going to theaters. I will I, mean, I will bet money I on. Know it. That, like, oh, you're not, but you're like not it. spending
1: fifty million on something. This one went to theaters. Like you're not spending yeah, yeah. fifty or over Maybe. and not putting in theaters unless it's
4: already made thirty million in the US at, you know, on this on the big screen. Right. And that's like not so that doesn't include any of the money they're making yeah. on HBO. I mean how they evaluate that is like I wonder very if HBO is like but, cutting yeah. them money per view
1: or something like that.
4: I'm sure they're looking at people who are signed. Like, I know I read somewhere that, uh, I think it was with Godzilla. It was like one of the single biggest new signups that they got was for people wanting to watch that movie
5: Interesting.
1: But yeah. I like Uh, when there's punching. I did, to to CC's point, so Scorpion's always been my favorite character, but doing that like hook pull, like that's the hardest, like how do you do that? It's brilliant the way they do it.
3: And, And I just thought like, and I will say, like, as much as I was kind of like, uh, I don't really care too much about Cole's like Arcana when it comes out. I do appreciate that it links him to Scorpion in a way that's like he's not trying to. They're not trying to put Scorpion's powers onto him. Yeah. So like, there's a nice yeah. correlation between the two of them. But I just thought that the like the concept and how they approached it with the like feudal, um, like, you know. Rivalry was really good. I also
1: think they're setting up. I think I said this over email, but they're setting up Sub Zero to become the the noob character, which is so. This character literally is his name is the lead design, the lead like guy who invented Mortal Kombat. Basically, it's his name backwards, like literally oh, yeah, name, noob but, bot or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But he so at the end, like when score when subs like in the canon. The first Sub Zero is killed by Scorpion and turns into that character, and then so when he takes his armor off, he's in all black, and then he gets like singed at the end, and I I feel like that's what they're trying to set up for the Netflix sequel.
0: I didn't know the backstory of that, but I hundred percent agree that they were setting up him for a secondary character and bringing him back. So I by that and your data, but then you know, but
1: to the resurrection thing, then in the games, it's just like, oh, here's another Sub Zero. It's his brother. So, yeah. like, there's always going to be, you know.
2: There's always going to be a Sub-Zero. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there <laughs> has to be, because he does cool ice stuff. Yeah. Cool
2: ice stuff. Just not I'll, I'll, Yeah. Sub-Zero that, that and MK3. I'll give you was yeah. Was a lot of fun. The rest. Hmm.
1: Sub-Zero and of- MK3 literally was like, they, they did a Sub-Zero without a mask on, and he was just like a white dude who looked like an accountant. And it was just like, I don't. It, no, yeah that's not right guys <laughs> maybe i could have
2: gotten into that maybe that would have been more <laughs> my <speed. laughs>
1: which like watching i know you kind of mentioned it
3: eric but like watching the original like the 95 mortal kombat i like it's so
1: oh my god i mean I, it's can, crazy. I can
3: appreciate it but it's very cringeworthy i'm just like oh god like why why it's, why I mean, did we let this
1: happen <laughs> in these days If you're looking back on it, it's mostly, I think, there's a lot of kitsch value there. Like, it's kind of crazy how campy it is. Yeah, well,
3: I just mean, I I mean, I still love it. I don't mean cringeworthy and, like, yeah, of course, it's, like,
1: really poorly You mean the casting stuff.
3: But, like, the casting is just, you're like, ooh, that was... (laughs) I mean, Brigitte, is it Brigitte Nielsen?
1: Is that her name? Yeah. Like, her fighting is, like, oof. Like, that's one thing they've done with the Sony Blade character in particular over the years is really just... Like I, I liked her portrayal here, and it's in line with what, what they've mm-hmm. done with her in the games.
3: Well, like Casey said, like everything Joe, is much are, more Joe, grounded in oh, a way. Comfrey,
2: yeah. <laughs> if you besmirch Brigitte one oh, more okay, time, you have a
1: frog on it. <laughs>
3: I had such a such a crush on Brigitte. Like I, yeah, she was, she was a badass.
2: Hmm. Agreed. <laughs> I think we're good here, right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: You got somewhere to be?
2: No, nah, I just, I, I, I don't know what else to say about this movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, you know.
3: Although I, I will say, I'm really sad they need to bring in, like, the only person I crushed on harder than Sonya in the original was Katana, so they're going to really have to bring back Katana in the second one.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's lots of characters that they left out that would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's only, there's like, 12 characters in this and how many, like on that game screen, there's There's like 70 or so. It's like ridiculous. Mark
1: pointed out to me too, that they've basically retconned reptile as like a whole race that are just the same. So like he, his theory is that this was just a rant. Like there'll be another one.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. sure. I agree.
4: I mean, did you ask Mark if you wanted to be on this episode? I, I did. Like I know. I did. We uh, talked about
2: this at the time. I actually
1: are, bugged him more than once, John, and he said no. So uh, interesting. He did write so, in, actually. He also sent in a movie guide, if you guys uh, want to hear that.
2: I appreciate Mark's firm stance on not doing the show anymore. I yeah. like that. I,
1: I was surprised, Joe. Well, he sent this really long email. And I was like, dude, I don't read emails that are longer than three sentences anymore. And he's like, you better. And I was like, I don't, do you think that's going to make me do it? I Can you summarize? I
4: actually want to know where Mark's stance uh, yeah. is. He really Mark, enjoyed for it. for those who people don't know, Mark is Eric's younger,
2: I don't know, he's nerdier,
4: just, I guess. He's, he's just into different things. <laughs> in Ooh, his I don't
2: know. In different Let's, ways. Yeah. Apples to oranges.
1: I did play sports, John. That's like the main delineation. <laughs> like,
2: what <laughs> sport did you play?
1: I played soccer my whole my whole life, Joe.
2: Yeah, but what sport did you play?
1: What sport did you play, Joe? You want to tell me more about losing your virginity, Joe, to a girl on AOL? Uh,
2: Mark says... uh, The story was probably longer than the actual (laughs) act.
1: Mark says, it was exactly the kind of blood-soaked cheese that I wanted it to be. Uh, He's also... He doesn't understand why people are complaining, which maybe he's seen more than I have, but... I actively tune people out when they're complaining. I mean, my
3: brother, who I mean, I thought he would be really stoked on it, and was really stoked on the um, on the trailer. Like, I mean, he texted me ten minutes into it and was like, "This is garbage." And I was like, I don't "What? Get it. What is wrong?" Ten with minutes you?
1: in, like, give it a no, chance. I think I'd like dude. your brother. <laughs> um, he says it's what vi- the- it's violent, surprisingly like great.
3: He's very uh,
1: very similar to you. <laughs> he says Sounds it's like a cool dude. It's violent. With surprisingly great visual effects, knowingly corny and fan y to the greatest possible extent without giving the characters the ability to turn each other into babies. That was in MK3 where you could do oh, yeah. babalities. What babalities? That I know, was. I, I actually, did, I guess
4: I did play that game because I, I didn't know about
2: that. Wait, what?
1: So in <laughs> yeah. MK3, there was like they added uh, friendships, which mm-hmm. is where you didn't kill them and you just did silly shit. And there was like, friendship. Or Babalities, they added Animalities, where you turn into weird neon animals and like murder people. And Brutalities, was that also in three? Or was that a later one? Uh, That was where you just basically do combos until they exploded into like a million rib cages.
2: Interesting. Uh, anyway, do you, uh having sorry, do you guys want control, me to but like this? having listened to this, like <laughs> I feel like maybe my problem is I don't know enough about these games. And <laughs>
1: That's fine. Just, but
2: listen, that's a very valid point like how much, Yeah,
1: I you can know, see that for matters. sure. He says uh because I care, that's I, I don't know about that. I've attached a pre-recorded movie guide segment. Did you know they have articles now? Did you know gods against raising the minimum wage as the prayer goes, <laughs> our father hoard that cash to hell with the working poor. Anyway, I don't expect payment or anything because lol but I wouldn't be mad if someone bought a cameo where Joe explains what third base is to me. I have two kids now. So obviously I've managed some understanding of how these things work, but there's an ambiguity to rounding third that I'd love to close the loop on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, if anyone pays I'm not for that? Sure. it's jo- going to be jo- eight Joe's minutes on the uh, the rap group that send Pop Goes They're, the Weasel. Right? They, Pop Goes the
1: Weasel, yeah. <laughs> I would say that I miss you all, but someone asked me to do something at least once a week around here. So in many ways, it's like I never left. Stay classy and someone please make John cut his hair until the next Mortal Kombat movie, Mark. I don't know that you... D- Notice he didn't say I do something every week, Joe. He said someone mm. asks me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he could be constantly updating killer flicks and none of us would know. <laughs>
5: All
6: right, let me play
1: this. Boy, it's me so hateful. See, let me see if I can play this. <laughs> All right,
6: your new movieguide.org is a website that reviews films for their objectionable content, which should be extra fun because the movie in question is Mortal Kombat. So here we go.
1: More- I like that at some point he starts sounding like Bane. <laughs>
6: Combat 2021 features strong pagan mixed worldview where characters with special powers must combat evil characters in a deathmatch tournament to decide the fate of Earth. Not accurate. With elements of occult <laughs> false religion, such as a focus on a person's inner magical energy as the source of their fantasy superpowers, plus some moral elements such as protecting family at all costs, good triumphing evil, and a character goes to hell but returns. At least 41 F-words and roughly 10 other obscenities and profanities. Very strong and strong (laughs) graphic bloody violence throughout includes sword fights fights to the death dismemberment mangled bodies and graphic detail sex no sex upper male nudity one character drinks beer and says it tastes bad and one character smokes and no drugs that's actually a lot milder than i thought it was going to be but there you go that's movieguy.org miss you love you
1: Did they not mention the character who gets cut in half by a magical hat? Because that's kind of the yeah. most horrific thing in the movie. <laughs> well, it's like strong, oh, yeah.
4: bloody gore throughout. Yeah, it's like...
1: Cool. It actually, that, I think honestly, it I feel like they're getting lazy because back in the day, they would have literally outlined every drop yeah. of blood. In the
3: yeah. Movie. yeah, but I want to know what sex was there in this.
4: No, no, I think you're saying there was, it was no, like sex. It was like colon, oh, sex uh, colon, no sex. No sex.
3: Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, they should sex, it should like colon.
4: clarify like when there's like gore, but then there's like when you can see inside a person's body because it's been <laughs> dissected.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if movie guide is foreign to you, you should go to patreon.com slash bloody good horror and check out the back catalog where Mark used to do that every week. Also meet Mark if you haven't. Mm. All right, guys, it is time. Uh would you recommend this movie, John? Yes.
2: CC. Yes, I would. Joe. Just a meat sculpture of Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Meat Mark. Uh, I would, no, I would say no. Casey. Absolutely.
1: I would, yeah, I'm going to say hell yeah. Also, like, it's Hot Girl Summer, John. I might just go see this in the theater. Hot Girl
3: Summer, get it. Let's
1: do it. Right. Take
3: that Pfizer and see it.
1: That's right. Wait, what's hot girl summer? Is this an internet thing? I don't That's know like about? we're all vaxxed up, John. We're just going yeah, go to yeah. go out and do horny a hot girl
3: summer. living in your life. Go out and get sloppy.
4: That's why I'm not cutting my hair. Right. <laughs>
3: it's exactly. a hot girl summer for because you. Because of
4: that. Exactly.
3: Yeah.
4: All right, guys. the thing I just heard about. Let's
1: do it. <laughs> I, I want to know about. what
3: Suzanne says when you tell her that.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, they told me it was hot girl summer. Do you know anything about this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it is time. Let's take a break and do some fan mail. Our greatest
0: fears are all around us. Hiding in nightmares. Shrouded in evil. Waiting to be unleashed. You shine on, boy. Shine on? The Bible calls it having vision. I can feel it coming off you like heat. From Stephen King. The creator of It, The Tommyknockers, and The Stand comes a completely new vision of terror.
2: Abby! Seize your destiny, Mr. Torrance. Yeah. Coming, sweetheart. He's
1: gonna hurt me, Daddy. Come down here
2: and take your medicine! Oh, my God!
5: You're
1: never taking my side!
0: This spring...
5: Run, Daddy! Go to
0: hell... Ah! and pray you get out alive. Rebecca de Mornay, Steven Weber. Daddy's man and mommy. Steve King's
5: The Shining.
3: Hey, I'm Lisa Zane from Nightmare on Elm Street and you are listening to Bloody Good Horror.
0: Hashtag AskPGH. Join Patreon to get back episodes and much more. Patreon.com slash bloodygoodhorror.
1: John, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention maybe the most uh, obscure reference in this movie, which is when Liu Kang mentions Bo Raicho, who was actually Mark's favorite character back in the day. This was PS2 era. He was a a large man who drank a lot, and he had like so. In the PS2 era, they they started adding styles. You could switch your like fighting stance, and he had a a drunken fighting stance, like Jackie Chan style. And one of his uh, super moves was just vomiting on you, just really disgustingly (laughs) vomiting and i'm really really hoping that he just shows up in one of these sequels because that'd be amazing so there you go also all i will hope and pray yeah, on slack yeah. here somebody's saying that there was a sighting of katana's fan somewhere so i but i did not see that i didn't
3: either so i'm excited exciting
1: yeah um john this week the debut of uh Sorry, we have street races. Mario Andretti, <laughs> apparently. Uh, no, John, plug it up. The podcast debut this week. Plug it up. Yeah, a rousing success. Very
4: excited. Uh, Many more downloads yeah.
1: than BGH had its first week.
4: <laughs> That's definitely true. Um, no, yeah, it's been great. We're gonna we're gonna play an episode in this year bloody guitar feed. Yes, so yeah, so next Tuesday will get that on an off
1: day. Next Tuesday, episode two. Um, and then episode one will go into our feed, so you can check it out. And if you go to any of your podcast apps and search "Plug It Up," I don't know. Can you guys hear yeah. that? The train. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. train yeah.
4: yeah. I got. We got street racers. We got yeah. Eric living. Yeah. You know, the train
3: working. We got everything. Sorry. The um,
4: it, it is. I they get into some frank conversation, and yeah. uh, it's
3: and I had a very good time on the episode I was on. We talked about the witch. And yeah, yeah there's a, there's a lot of period talk. So, you know, that's, that's what it's about.
1: That's right. Um, so check it out, plug it up. Also, um, shit. Where's my email book club. I got an email from Alyssa and, Oh, I- they're
4: doing, uh, Stephen King, Misery, I think, right? Yeah.
1: Hey, guys, we're just about done reading Ring by Koji Suzuki, and I'm stoked that the patrons chose Misery by Stephen King as our May book. It'll be fun to reread this classic with friends. Make sure to join us next month. I'm thinking of organizing a movie. Watch along, tweet along at the end of the month after we all read the book. Remember, we're on Reddit at uh, rbghbookclub, r slash, John, you know that, and on Mm -hmm. Twitter at bghbookclub. Keep an eye out on the site for my review, of the Luminous Dead, March's book, posting soon. That's from Alyssa. And uh, we already played Mark's stuff, so I think... Uh, oh, no, I had one email here, Joe, from Caitlin. Oh. Caitlin from Kissimmee, info at I haven't even read this yet, so let's go. I'm over halfway through my pilgrimage of BGH back catalog, and I'm not sure why prom night went down in history versus the final girl meltdown that Schnarz had. Footnotes on Joe's rants, plot in Hell Baby versus the final girl. I don't know what that means. The ending mm. not being realistic or the beginning. Eric mentioning his twenty fifteen year end list. Eric saying anything. The end of this episode is very tense. It's really great if you need a post classic. If you need to post a classic episode for any reason. Final hmm. girl. The final girl. I don't. That was the I one. Think uh, final final girls. Right? Yeah, 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 girls. yeah. I thought I
4: remember liking that,
1: but maybe I didn't. I yeah, know.
4: I thought I liked it too, but maybe I went off the deep end. Huh, uh-huh. You know. We covered a few weeks ago how little I remember
1: movies, John, so I don't know who the That's <laughs> true. So the thing with prom night is that the reason why that became so infamous, like, cause I've gone back and listened to it, it was episode 17 or 18. A lot of the tension was, is so a lot of the tension is under the hood. And you kind of have to know that like, it was so awkward. Like we didn't know each other. We literally like Shars and myself and Casey, we'd never really talked to Matt before we started this show. And like, um, It was before Joe, it was before CC. Mark and I knew each other, obviously, but we just didn't have a rapport with each other. We didn't really know when we were joking, when we weren't, and we weren't having conversations before the show. So we, if somebody had a hot opinion coming in, there was zero warning, which meant that it was really easy to respond like defensively, which we then learned, you know, we kind of adapted because it's just not a good way to have a conversation. So that was why the pre-email discussions started actually after Prince of Darkness, because... Prince of was it Prince of Darkness? No, they live we had a, we had a, a similarly awkward thing during they live I remember and that was actually when we started pre uh, pre-movie discussions but mm the tension was so thick between John and I that we had to have, we had to have it out, like not have it out, but we had to have a little like, Hey man, sorry. Like that was kind of weird. Like, I don't uh, blah. Cause we weren't even like, we it's weren't cute. even it like friends yet. We hadn't out. even met yet. It was just like, we were feeling each other out, but
4: well, and I think there were, there were people who had listened to it and been like, wow, are you guys okay? Like, yeah, it was, yeah. I don't know. And I was also like angry about prom night,
1: which was really stupid. Cause I just, uh, it was before I sort of had come around on the idea of just like, you know, PG-13 starter horror. It's okay. But I think that the thing is that it's different now. The people of like our age, like if you were really into horror in the late nineties, early two thousands, and especially in the online community, it was easy to have a chip on your shoulder about PG-13 because that was all you got. And it was like impossible for an R rated, really good horror movie to, to make it into the theater. And so it was like, it took me a while even into this show's life to kind of give that up. Once I did, though, John, you know, set me free.
4: I know, Eric. I was here yeah. for all of that transition. <laughs> it so. opened me up to a whole world. Yeah.
1: Well, because at some yeah. point I had to look around the landscape and be like, okay, it's different now. Like, now if you want a gory movie, anybody can get those funded. Anybody can get those in the theaters. So if that's what you want, it's there. So, like, it's okay for... Anyone else to have like if they want something else, you know what we I mean? We
4: got shutter. It's like we're living in fucking mm. utopia these days, you know. But so, I also, but yo. I think it's
1: easier. It's easy for young people though to not get that if you didn't necessarily live through those, like the late nineties, early two thousands yeah. were dry
4: times. In for my day, events, we dude. got prom nights and we were happy about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, but like it was rough. It was rough.
4: Yeah, it wasn't great.
1: Like a thing like trick or treat got shelved for years because nobody knew what to do with it. That's like the most milk toast friggin. You know, but that's how bad it was that even something like that, they didn't know what to do with. So prom night, patreon.com slash bloody good horror. If you want to hear me and John, our sexual tension begin. Mm-hmm. Joe, it's all you, buddy.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right. We are on Twitter at BG horror uh, every week. You can, you can send in your questions with the hashtag AskBGH. We got a gaggle this week. Uh, first up, From my one and only fan, uh, Deus Ex Manatee, ever been in a fight?
3: Um, I punched someone in the nose when they pushed me at a concert before.
2: There
3: you
2: go. Yeah. I had to do a couple like fist fights in high school, but nothing serious.
1: I've never like,
4: I don't think I've ever like thrown fists. I've definitely Mm. had, when I was
1: like in high school, I definitely picked fights with people that could have kicked my ass, but I just had bigger (laughs) friends. So I was like, you know, that's happened a few times.
0: I'm pretty non confrontational, so yeah, that's <laughs> it's a, a non factor.
1: You weren't the muscle in your fraternity, Casey?
0: No. Oh. <laughs> I was the stoner kid.
3: You don't wake up and choose violence every day?
0: <laughs> no, not
2: usually. Mm. Uh, Only on Mondays. <laughs> Next up, our buddy Armando, uh, that's at Black Metal Jesus. What was your favorite Mortal Kombat fatality?
3: I mean, oh. I really liked. Um, oh goodness, why can't I think? Of this um, Katana's mother. What's her name?
1: Sinda. Mrs. Katana. S- yes. Susan.
3: Susan. <laughs> I liked her scream where she like blew yes. their skin off.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: I only remember the heart ripping out and the head ripping off.
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: In- yeah. MK- oh, I
3: when you could uppercut them and dump them into the acid, and then they would float by.
1: Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well they I mean the original pit in MK one was amazing because they there like if you didn't have internet you couldn't look up the fatalities. But the sick thing about the pit was you could just uppercut them and it was like Yeah. That was like they fell, they, they fell and they fell on the spikes. spikes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, <laughs> then MK three, so my favorite character of all time probably was when they they introduced a a robot version of smoke. Like when they were just getting Mm -hmm. way up their own ass with new characters and he had a fatality where his chest would open up and like a million bombs would just fall out onto the floor. And then when they blew up, it would zoom out to earth and earth would just blow up. (laughs) I thought that was pretty cool. Hmm. They got real crazy because the joke at some point, especially in MK3 became that if a character would blow up or something there would be like 30 rib cages and like 20 femurs and just like, yeah. they didn't give a shit. It was just like, it looked like 40 bodies had just exploded and they would like be bouncing all around the screen and stuff. Hmm. It's pretty awesome.
2: Uh, of slide. Uh, are there any characters that you wish were included in the new Mortal Kombat reboot? Sonic. I would have liked to have seen Sonic maybe. <laughs>
1: I would have loved like real hit some of these. I would have loved War, real Wario. like ninja reptile would have been cool but I'm sure they'll bring him into a sequel and Katana. I like Katana a lot.
4: I swear to God Eric you are just making characters up. <laughs> Robot Smoke. I remember that fatality but I do not remember the character now Yeah, dude, Robot Smoke
1: one? was a shit because he had a teleporting uppercut that was super cheap That
4: was awesome
2: yeah. uh, <laughs> Alright Uh. let's see Casey Kern 2 Ah, uh, be honest. Who has the Mortal Kombat theme on their workout playlist?
3: <laughs> I don't have it on my my workout playlist, but my brother and I used to like. Anytime we would stay home from school, and our parents were at work, we would play it so loud and just like run around the house.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's probably was been good. thirty years since I've heard that song.
3: <laughs> I mean, Not thirty a... years ago, I was twelve. So. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. They, I mean, uh, I guess I was fourteen. I, I forgot
0: how old I am. Having not been a big fan of the game, it's never on my workout list. But I was driving Colleen nuts last night, running around singing it after I watched the movie. <laughs> oh, did counts. you guys
1: notice that they worked in very subtly notes from that techno song into like the theatrical like string score? All of a sudden, yeah. it would just be like do 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 do, but it was like kind of
4: stilted yeah. and, and mm-hmm. was, I kept thinking that was. Thinking they were going to go like full. I loved it. Them. It was like
1: just a little taste, John.
4: Yeah.
3: Well, and I appreciated that like, you know, like somebody was like, you know, you're here to test your might or like, you yes. know, you're here. Like there, there were certain things that you're like, all right. I like how you, there how you awesome wove that in there. References like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: If they're not going to put an actual tournament in the movie, John. They're not going to put the song, all right?
3: It didn't say it wasn't Mortal Kombat tournament. It just said Mortal
4: Kombat. Jesus, yeah, Joe. Joe. The next sure. movie is going to be called Mortal Kombat, calling tournament. tournament.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe for Can you,
4: Joe.
2: <laughs> Maybe we'll have a fucking tournament in this thing.
5: Yeah, we heard uh, you. All
2: right, next two uh, are pretty much the same. Uh, from at Nelson Tomi. Uh, if each of you were a Mortal Kombat character, what would your finishing move be? Uh, and then Chris Aleonte, what's your finishing move?
4: Mm. I don't. Know I mean, normally
2: use. when I finish, I go get like a towel to clean up. Oh, John, so
4: <laughs> so, of
3: you. That would be me. I hope it's not like the CC, white towel. Cece, he yeah. didn't
1: say if he was with someone in this scenario. Huh. <laughs> I'm
3: giving him the benefit of the doubt that Leslie would beat huh. his ass if he didn't. So. Oh, absolutely,
2: yeah. Or a uh, strategically placed shirt on the side of the bed. (laughs) Something's got to be there.
1: Sorry. Disposable paper products exist. (laughs)
2: Disposable paper products only? (laughs) I mean, the worst thing in the world, right, after coitus is like, you realize, all right, now we got to, you know clean this disaster up and like literally there's the nothing, worst like, thing nearby. in the
1: world <laughs>
3: it's,
2: uh, it's up there.
3: It's there's, there's there like i don't know somebody some comedian was talking about how sex is the nastiest thing in the world and how like when you're having sex you're like sure just get all these bodily
2: fluids <laughs> yeah all over the moment is it's done it's <laughs> like it's the most awkward thing, too, right? Because, John, I leave it all on the floor. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> when, like, the minute you're done, you're like, well, then what right, do you
0: need the towel for? It,
2: now, dude. what do we do? <laughs> like, you know, like, now things need to be, everything that's been taken out needs to be put back in. I mean, John.
1: if it's all on the floor, just don't slip. Just be careful, is all I'm saying.
2: Yeah. I feel like Joe took this to a bluer bluer place. Yeah, yeah. What's a finishing move then?
1: My
4: fatality. Oh,
2: from the game. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) My mistake. Cool. Anybody else have a (laughs) No, sure don't.
4: I really took the steam out of that one. Yeah, <laughs> put the steam in. I don't know. Next up, uh, some, some uh, our buddy somewhere.
2: Robel, uh, in honor of plug it up. So I assume all the gentlemen of Bgh have no issues buying feminine products. But let's hear a story of something you were embarrassed to buy in person: oh. condoms, pornography, balding treatments.
3: But I I like that question.
2: I, I mean, know. I'm at a point. Look, I don't know where people land with
4: Amazon, but I'm like, I don't want to buy anything in person. But I don't have to. So, yeah, that's a good I point. Like,
2: <laughs> just when I was shipped
4: to my house, it's in a box. I no one has. Finally, to know.
2: convinced the lady to to be with me. I bought condoms with pride. Like, I would slam <laughs> those down on the counter. Yeah, I never had pride. That that. Yeah, I wouldn't say. I had no. a problem. But.
1: What am I embarrassing? There's always a weird thing where you're thinking, like, do I buy something with this? And if I do, does that make it weird? Or does it look like I'm having a weird party if I just buy like condoms and, like, one other thing? Like, (laughs) is it better to buy them alone or hide it? You know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying, like.
4: Well, and, Joe, here's a question. Maybe this is just for Joe. I don't know. But, like, in New York where you have the bodega, and it's, like, the bodega you always go into, so you know the bodega. Like, would you buy your condoms there, or would you go? Because I would always – I never – like, the, the Korean woman that ran the bodega, I was not going to buy
2: Connie no, I was like a Dwayne Reed, or like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I, do it there. Yeah,
4: okay. That's
1: the same deal. Why? Were you worried about her judging you?
4: Nah, it's like, look, it's her family. She runs it. It was like her, her do- yeah. one of her sons, her daughter. It's like, I don't need to be in there with them. <laughs> like, she sees my kids. It's, you know.
2: Yeah. Got it. I mean, I... <laughs> Like I would avoid it's buying. Too many she
4: UFOs doesn't think specific. you have sex if you have kids. Like <laughs> no, it's yeah, I but mean, it's if like, she sees it's all your like like kids, they, she probably would have given her CC. I gotta ask for. If she own. sees like, all
1: your kids, she probably would have given them to you for free, right? <laughs> Behind the counter, <laughs> so behind Joe the counter is behind okay. the counter is bullshit. You don't want to walk up and be like, just like lay out. because there's a million kinds too. Like you got well, well not at the point like, like no it's no
3: the, not that was like I'm over sure be like hard two to, be to like the... which one do I need? Right.
2: No, it's like working at an office and then one day walking up to the receptionist and be like, hey, can I get some rubbers? I'm gonna go fuck. <laughs> 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 you see this person like oh, daily exactly.
3: if you yeah. buy, if she were selling condoms from her desk.
2: I, be weird i guess in today's day and age is, that's not a good example but you understand what i'm saying um You're although saying your john
4: your work didn't have your,
2: your old doorman, i would have bought rubbers from him <laughs> i in a
4: pinch i would have asked actually <laughs> <laughs> you know it to, like
2: tampons i've never had any problem with that like i don't i don't know okay. what's the big deal
4: I just I've had been trouble married for find. like
0: 25 years and have a 21-year-old year daughter. I bought it all. It doesn't really faze me. <laughs> I trouble finding things will say, The one stores? time
2: I was embarrassed was I rented um, Fifty Shades of Grey from the library and had to pick <laughs> it up through the drive-thru. Or an old woman had to check it out in hand that's it to amazing. me. That's <laughs> amazing.
3: I mean, that's that's embarrassing, but not because...
2: <laughs> a lot of levels of yeah, like, one, you're different. renting Fifty Shades of Grey. Two, you're doing it at a library. <laughs> not three you're too fucking lazy to just go in and do it yourself
1: not embarrassing but i have like i i have trouble finding things in stores so you could give me a list and write out you could draw me a picture and write out exactly what it says and i will bring back the wrong thing guaranteed
2: yeah yeah i'm surprised leslie especially if
1: it's a thing like that that i'm just not like i don't have the knowledge like you know
2: if we need, like, two of something, like, just two cans of something, like, no doubt one of them I bring home will be, like, light or, like, reduced right. sodium yes. or, like, something.
4: <laughs> well, I'm I thinking. insist. Look, the, the, the trick there, I insist on a picture. It's, yeah. like, yep. take a picture yeah. of the that thing does, you want that me to get. That does help, yeah. And I'm, like, but then, to Eric, to your point, it's, like, the colors. It's, like, there's, like, a pink one and then there's, like, <laughs> yes. a magenta one. And you're, like, yeah. is the lighting
3: <laughs> That's different? That's okay. Kyle just FaceTimes me. Like,
2: oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> that's smart. <laughs> um, uh, Toro, uh, this is a relevant question. Can CGI carry a movie that has a terrible script?
3: <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. It can also not carry it, like in yeah. uh, an *Annihilation*.
2: <laughs> hmm. uh, all right. Next up, John's favorite listener, Cow Flanagan. Have any of y'all dorks ever been in a real brawl? How'd that turn out for yo? Uh Yoshnars, those homeless folks you hunt on your island, <laughs> don't count.
1: John, you're in a fight.
2: Again. We already got this one, you unoriginal fuck. <laughs>
1: yeah. Mark has this Mark has this famous story about like he just had this stage where he was just like hanging out in bars a lot and he like. So he did, he got into the middle of a kerfluffle that he shouldn't have and, and had some beer muscles. and He hit some dude, and the dude turned around and punched him so hard he like broke his like eye, like bone, like this thing here, like just yeah, like, yeah, knocked Mark muscular. out, like flat out. <laughs> and that was his one foray
4: into fighting. I didn't know that. It's uh, Mark, he's lived oh. many lives, Mark
2: Noel. Uh, oh, shoot, I lost it. All right, uh, maybe we can reset this one, Jesse Rad. Uh, if each of you had a Mortal Kombat finisher in real life, uh, what would it be? A fatality? babyality, Friendship? Describe in detail.
4: Babyality, I mm. you know, like that. It, yeah. I, I mean, have, it would be babyality for me. I, I have
1: no goodness. idea, but I was really excited in the first movie that they got Johnny Cage's ball punch in when he punches Gorda yeah. on the balls. So that was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I, don't know.
3: I don't know. I mean, anything that like, you know, peels someone's skin off or like, you know, their bones, like, you know what <laughs> I would want, <laughs> I have it. So somehow their bones would melt within their body. And then their body just turns into like limp Gumby and then they fall over. Oh, well,
4: that's, that's fine. Good. That's good. I was going to say, just turn into a was cicada. Was it Goro who did the, he ripped the arms off?
1: Mm-hmm. I think oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. I think he did. A that's thing a where good
4: he ripped one. arms off. And then
1: like one of the, one of the giants did a thing where they like ripped your arms off and it like, beat you into the ground yeah yeah something. that's yeah. that's where
4: i was going Maybe was, is, no. Huh?
1: shiva did a thing where she would like punch down in your head yeah like, yeah she'd,
3: she'd like down. punch you down into the ground yeah
2: um i should, I, I would want to be involved in this whole scenario like i don't know why anyone would knowingly like kill someone to get that thing on them and then be a part of this it's, it's oh lot. you
4: mean the oh the
3: well tattoos. that doesn't that doesn't happen in the video game they're talking about the video right. game
2: yeah, it doesn't have
3: to be a You would just real strangle life, someone
2: Joe. with your towel, right, Joe? That's right. Uh, <laughs> Whatever I can get my hands on. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you don't plan out.
1: I think it might Things be hard to keep, happen, a, so keep yeah. a grip on that thing to st- choke someone out.
2: Uh, next up, our, our good friend, Alyssa. Uh, what's that? Big Tex Dozer? I don't know, I'm probably saying that wrong. Uh, what dozer? celebrity chef would you most want to hang out with?
1: Gordon Ramsay. Mm. I, yeah I, I do like Gordon Ramsay a lot I've come I, around on Gordon Ramsay. I gotta say because I, I mean, already know what Joe's gonna say like I would hang with Guy Fieri he seems like a oh, really yeah, nice dude to great. hang out with I'll, I I'll have
3: me Bourdain
1: well
2: yes um, he was yeah. alive yeah he I love uh, Roy Choi I think I'm, I might be saying his last name wrong but he's amazing like have you guys ever watch that chef show that's on Netflix it's him and John Favreau
4: I've seen them. There's a movie.
2: Yeah. So he's the chef that at the end, they make the grilled cheese. He's the one that sort of advised um, John Favreau on the movie. And then on Netflix, they actually did a show where they just, you know, they cook together and stuff. And he's got like a a place in Vegas. He is kind of started the or was one of like the starters of the um, like this whole food truck thing. I forget the one that he had. It's still like very well known, but. Super interesting guy. Just seems super nice and like just loves like all kinds of food. It's a good guy. Um, all right. We got two more here and then we'll go to Instagram. Skizbot, is there a common thing in movies that immediately takes you out of it? Obviously, fake snow is a big one for me. Obviously. I mean, everybody knows that about CG, Skizbot. But, like bad CG, yeah.
1: bad CG snow actually does kind of, but like when it's like falling and it just looks really yeah. fake, that kind of, wait, no, he
2: it sorry, like, wait, 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 wait. he finished.
3: just like a water hose.
2: He finished up in all caps. Um, it's on your face and it's not melting and it looks like shredded paper. This movie is fake.
1: Shredded paper snow does piss me off too. Yeah. Uh,
4: I think I mentioned you guys on email. I, this was in 3d in theaters. I think oh, yeah. I read that somewhere. Super Maybe lame. I didn't super but, lame.
1: I didn't even know they're still doing that, honestly. But Funny that's, dude. I
4: feel like those, when you take those 3d effects and then you put them not in 3d, it makes them look so much sh- It's like, it just multiplies the shittiness. Fun fact, no, John. Okay.
2: You know what they used for snow in The Wizard of Oz? Snow? A, okay. a, asbestos.
4: <laughs> nice,
2: Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. They Stop. used asbestos
4: for all kinds of shit back in the day. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh it God. was the bestest. Um, I don't know. I don't think I have anything in movies that I, I like. immediately I mean, take snow. For me, voiceover yeah. is like, as soon as I hear voiceover, right. I'm
4: like, Argh but that's well yeah actually, because it's so often used, used as a whole
3: cr- info dump like a whole slide mm-hmm. of an info dump if you have to tell me that then i
1: don't like why you know what it is though it's intermittent voiceover cuz like you might Look, you might make the choice to just have a film that's got a voiceover for the whole thing but if you need like two specific places where someone has to come in and say something it's yeah. usually a sign that you like screwed up somewhere true mm-hmm.
4: opening monologue voiceover yeah fine closing Sometimes. voiceover and eh, that's like not as good if it's in the middle of a movie. Yeah. The, you've,
2: yeah. Like, there's almost no way that works. I do have one James Franco. I did that. <laughs> <immediately>. <laughs>
4: That'll
2: ruin Joe, it.
1: I'm reading about this asbestos thing. It's huh? insane.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right. Last but not least on Twitter and then we'll go to Instagram uh, last. Um, and the segue nicely final Girl Scout. I will not be submitting questions here either. Smiley face emoji. (laughs) Uh, And speaking of, jumping over to uh, Instagram. We are on Instagram, Bloody Good Horror. Every Tuesday we post up. uh, You can use the form. You send in a question. I'm not going to read it if you don't use the form. You know who you are, um, except for this one person. But there's others who do it. Not going to (laughs) happen. So she says, so why are you so angry? I assume that's directed at me. I don't think I'm an angry person.
1: I don't know. What it's does like your pain. therapist think? I was about to say, like you're you're working on this. right? You've only been yes. there two months, Joe. Give it time for the anger to come out.
2: He says I'm fine. He says I'm doing fine. We got you know, we got stuff going on. Um, Joe, fun right. fact. I feel like
4: I missed so much last week. I missed f- one show in like a year. Fun and fact, and Joe. Everybody's like a different person. The now. scarecrow
1: <laughs> costume was stuffed with asbestos to make it fireproof.
2: As you do. Jesus
1: Christ! I'm fascinated by this rabbit hole. <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: Um, all right, and then the uh, the rest of the pack. Uh, first one, it's not diarrhea if you have to push. And that's not really a question. That's I
1: think that's statement.
4: accurate. I don't know. It more happens. I feel like a, I feel like I've had all man. Yeah, sort
2: of, like there's <laughs> times situation. where you, you gotta get the faucet like the faucet going, but once it's open, like,
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, <God. laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've watched my dogs. They would disagree with that statement also. <laughs> um, all right, here we one go. One time <laughs>
3: my... Never mind.
2: Yeah, go ahead. No, let's get it out.
3: <laughs> I don't know if I've told this story or not. Before. I just
2: spent five minutes talking about how I clean up my jizzy, so there's no... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's not me. <laughs> one of one of my bosses that I worked for um, in college um, it, he shit himself in the middle of a meeting and didn't realize that he had shit himself wow. and then tried to blame it on the fact that he had eaten too much nicotine gum. <laughs>
4: <laughs> How do you not know I had to
3: go out. He stood. So like the, the meeting. I
5: feel like you've
4: told us this story before. <laughs> I did not remember the nicotine gum thing. So uh, oh.
2: amazing. Um, all right. A few more here. Now that everybody is vaccinated, who's going to come hang out in Philly? Anyone? (laughs) I mean, I I kind of
4: passed through on the reg because my family's around. I went to the movies last night.
1: It's not going to Philly, but I did something.
2: We went to uh, Six Flags this past weekend.
4: I saw that. I'm so jealous. The one here they're using is a vaccination, Mm. like mass vaccination site. So it's not open yet, but I think I'm going to go. Yeah. Mm,
3: We haven't been we did eat at a restaurant on the patio this past weekend and took the baby. So like that was a big that was a big step for us.
5: That's awesome. And that's kind
2: Um, of
3: it that all we've done so far.
2: Here's a good one. Um what should I get my husband for his fortieth B Day? Uh other than a cameo.
1: What does your husband want? That's the question. Yeah, I mean it's a tough
2: one. I mean sex is always a good thing like that's and a towel true.
3: apparently
2: yeah i mean maybe yeah maybe a nice With
3: like clean up
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 everyone's different <laughs> everyone's different man
2: Yeah, i don't, yeah, to I don't know what your relationship is like it's a tough one um <laughs> is mowing the lawn twice a week for fun too much no when it gets into like the the real swing of summer like that grass is growing Sometimes you gotta do it twice a week.
1: I had a neighbor growing up who would a hundred percent mow his lawn like every other day just to get away from his family. That shit was yeah. <laughs> clean, John.
6: Clean.
2: That's part that's part of the It's gotta like fuck the up the lawn at a certain part, doesn't oh, probably, it? Probably, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I am of the opinion if you're not like seeing lines as you're mowing, like that, that what are you doing yeah, there? Well that
4: but, no, I totally agree.
2: Yeah.
1: I also
4: remember
2: um, a neighbor
1: getting in a fight with his wife so loud you could hear it like in the whole neighborhood, and then going mm-hmm. outside Joe, you know these people. I can, I can ping you. But I, the- honestly,
2: at this point, I'm curious if you're talking about my dad. No, these are different <laughs>
1: people. He went. I was like nine o'clock at night. He turned his car on and put the lights on the lawn and was just mowing the lawn.
4: Like, I, I, he was like he was like spite bought, mowing. That's grim, dude. That's so grim. Yeah. My <laughs> my welcome to the burbs, bought a John. Bought
2: riding lawnmower with headlights so he can mow at night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> welcome to the burbs, John.
2: Fucking cub cadet. Um, oh my. What's your favorite slang for a boner? Stiffy was always good. I like chubby. I always yeah, I chubby. like chubby. Yeah, I like I'm a fan of
4: chubby I too. Feel like we only when I was growing up we only used boner. I, like like, just, I don't, just the uh, classic boner. It's funny. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, word. we like I guess we had like if you had
2: said other things we would we would have known what yeah. you were talking about but Hard on. Hard on is yeah, well, Hard on is.
4: That's classic. I got a
2: hard on. No, <laughs> that's
4: descriptive. That's medical, Joe. Is
2: that Dr. <laughs> oh, God. Careful, Joe. Four hours doc, or
1: more, you're going to want to call someone.
2: Every time I check your hernia, you've got a hard on. <laughs> Sorry, Doc. I brought my own towel. Next <laughs> uh, up Do you know the Muffin Man? Oh, God um mm. next one i'm curious if anyone else has an opinion on this uh this year's oscars i don't know any thoughts no i, don't,
1: that I didn't watch them i, I don't I watch, watch the, the oscars
2: either. we we didn't Not plan on but then ended up like stumbling upon them like 20 minutes in they got a lot of hate but i actually really enjoyed it like they kind of cut out all the shit and like the dumb songs and and all that and just handed out awards and it was over in like two hours and I don't know. It felt like old-timey Hollywood.
4: I read uh, I read it was Steven Soderbergh directed
2: it. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. I have not seen one other person other than Leslie and I that enjoyed it, but here we are. It's the Mortal Kombat of the... Uh, yeah. It works. Uh Best horror-related song, i.e. Monster Mash. Um, Cheers Our Kid uh, Manchester Sang man I found
1: public. a uh, I found a I was clean my parents had wanted me to clean out some of my like old crap from their attic that's been there for like 20 years I found a mix CD that just said Halloween mix on it so I was listening to oh. it while I was driving last week it was pretty awesome Schnars. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> lie like,
2: was like what was on it okay it was like
1: yeah. so it started out with Thriller but it was mm. somehow I had like this must have been from like the Kazaa days I had like a audio version of the music video because it had all the like talking scenes and the zombie noises yeah, yeah. and stuff um, I had a uh, monster mash. I had Red Right Hand from the Scream soundtrack, and then I had a, a bunch of random themes on it. Was like Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, a couple other things on there. Mm.
4: I couldn't that, name like any other as, as, as problematic
1: as it in. may be, John. It's it's thriller for me. I have a just an insane amount of nostalgia for thriller.
2: Mm. I like. Uh, I, I posted this one too: Grim Grinning Ghosts. From the haunted mansion disney world you know you can't top it
1: they used to release that stuff jerry do you have like 45s of those or something don't they have like aren't there old versions of that like cassette tape and stuff
2: i have a lot of records of like some of the disney music um and i just recently started like getting back into like buying vinyl and i bought like the country bear jamboree um and then there was like an old just like main street usa uh disney world record I have not. I literally, I I went to the store because they post up what they they had just got in, and they had the haunted mansion one. And literally, the guy before me walked in and asked where it was, and then picked it up. Like as I was, they about only to had start. one. Yeah, well, it was used. Retro. Like someone had brought uh, it.
1: I need to find a good record shop.
2: Yeah, yeah, we've got a. Uh, I've got a great one near me. They did. This is how they get you. Every day they'll post up just like a video of all the new stuff they got in. So like you're watching, and I'm like, oh, I got to try and fucking get that. And that's how they get you. Uh, all right. A few more here. Are any of the BGH folks queer? Uh, you all seem like allies for sure. But as a gay guy, I just wondered. Um, I posted up no. And then Caitlin corrected me that she's bi. And then also called me a bitch. Um, so.
3: <laughs> I, was say, I saw your, your correction there.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think it's appropriate for any one of us to speak for anybody else who's not on the show. But yeah. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Although and I have been I, told oh. I would be a cub, John.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't that know what sense. I would be.
1: Or
4: an otter, perhaps. Mm. Um, I don't, yeah, sounds good. You you resemble both of those animals. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
2: um, do you enjoy horror based uh, on true crime, i.e. Cropsey, my friend Dahmer? I find that a turnoff. Some of it, I find it a little creepy to get enjoyment out of stuff that's like, like what was that Australian one we watched um, about oh, the guy? Uh, uh, you I know, know what, what you're I'm, talking about. Yeah, like that one was like, it's always in the back of your mind, like, oh shit, like this stuff really happened. The yeah. so, snow, snowtown, Snowden, Snowden the Snowden, oh, yeah, kids, or Snowden yeah.
4: murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they're like the movie, like Zodiac. I think is a great movie. It's not really a horror movie, you know. Like, I think. Yeah, it is tough. It's tough if it's like you're you're like drawing titillation or other, exactly. you know, you're like leaning into what's, uh, you know, a true and like really true yeah. story. Seven
2: That's
1: miles it. from here, Joe. Joe's albums. <laughs> Not feel oh, there you go.
2: Excited. It's just my living room. Uh, will you review any classic horror movies like Nosferatu or Freaks or Carnival of Souls? You guys did freaks like years ago. Years,
4: we did it was freaks. A staff pick, I think. Yeah, yeah. we we've never done Nosratu. Um We've, I mean, we've done some classics. We haven't touched that much black and white though. It's probably like,
2: I just, I don't think five. those would be fun discussions. Like, I think you know.
4: I mean, I don't know. Oh, Great okay. film, some of them could work.
2: Um. All right. Last but not least, have you ever seen Doctor Seuss's horror movie? The five thousand fingers of Dr. T. I don't think that's a real thing.
4: Yeah, I that like they mean book? Is it I don't have no idea what I this is. <laughs> I'm like not, what? not
2: familiar. But that's it. We're done. Love it. All right.
4: Do
1: not know what we're doing next week, but uh we'll figure it out. Follow us on social media. Don't forget patreon.com slash bloody good horror. Don't forget to subscribe to Caitlin's podcast. Plug it up. CC's episode will be up there soon. Episode one. Now playing everywhere you get podcasts. That's going to do it guys. Hope you enjoyed the show and we'll talk to you soon. See you.
2: Bye. Oh, goodbye now.
0: Bye. Bye.